Rising costs are a part of life. The cost of living is rising. The cost of doing business is rising. The price of gloves, disinfectants, and cleaning products have increased, especially since the pandemic. The cost of hair products, supplies, and equipment has increased. With all of these rising costs and increased prices, some clients believe that our hairstyling prices should stay the same. Hmm. In today's episode, I'm talking about why price increases are necessary, when to increase your prices, and how to do it unapologetically. Let's go. Welcome to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. I'm Cherie Marie, hairstylist, salon owner, and hairstylist business coach. I help passionate hairstylists up their professionalism, improve their systems, and attract high-ticket clients. Every week, I'll share with you tips, stories, and strategies that will help you grow your beauty business, increase your business savviness, and shift your mindset. Ready to become a savvy stylist? Let's get to it. You all know that I am very transparent on these episodes, and I'm going to share with you a mistake that I made in my career in hopes that you will avoid making the same mistake, okay? Within the last 10 years of me being a hairstylist, I've raised my prices three times. So that means that over a 10-year time span, I've only gotten a raise three times. And when I look back over that time, I realized that I undervalued my services my experience, and my worth. And for a lot of that time, I wanted to raise my prices, but I was afraid to increase my prices because I was afraid that my clients would leave. And every time that I did increase my prices, those three times, clients did leave. And the only time I increased my prices was when I made a move. So when I left my first salon and moved into a suite, I raised my prices. When I left my first suite and moved into my second suite, I raised my prices. And when I left my second suite and opened my own salon, how many of y'all know I most definitely increased my prices. But how many of you know that you don't have to wait for a move to increase your prices? You don't have to justify a price increase to your clients. You don't have to explain yourself to people when you increase your prices. You don't have to fear client rejections when your price increases. Why? Because you're the boss. You are the owner. You are the CEO and the CFO. When Whole Foods recently decided to increase their prices and charge me a $10 fee to have my groceries delivered, I like to order my groceries online and have them delivered to my home. It's just convenience to me. For the past few years, I've done so without a fee. Now, it's a $10 fee. Did Whole Foods explain that to me? 
I mean, they let me know effective August 30th or whatever day it was, you will be charged a $10 fee. And I was either okay with that or I wasn't. But they didn't ask my opinion. They didn't ask me how I felt about it. And they certainly did not care if I decided to go shop somewhere else because of their new fee. They simply made the best business and financial decision for their company. Period. When you think about how often corporations do reviews of employees' performances and evaluations of salary to determine if a raise or pay increase is necessary, from what I recall, those reviews were done yearly. You should be doing the same thing in your business. You should be evaluating your expenses and your costs. Determine if your knowledge and skill set has increased as a result of you investing in yourself, taking classes, improving your techniques. If you've done all of those things throughout a year, let's just take a year, for example. If you've been investing in yourself and improving your skill set, don't you think that you deserve a raise for that? Especially if you're on and you're performing. You're giving quality customer service, delivering beautiful hairstyles. Don't you think you deserve a raise for that? You should be compensated for that. Absolutely. It's only right and it's only reasonable. And I'm using these two examples to show you what I realized is that you're worth it. You deserve it. And this is for my passionate hairstylists who really take their their businesses and their career seriously and are really investing in themselves because for a long time like I mentioned on the last episode I didn't invest in myself I have my degrees I have my cosmetology license and I thought that was enough for a long time I thought that was enough and it wasn't until I started investing in myself that I realized that I'm worth being paid more because I'm putting in the time I'm putting in the work and I'm delivering the results Price increases are necessary to cover the steady rise in the cost of conducting business. If you're conducting your hairstyling business like a real business, there are a lot of fees, assessments, and money being spent. From the fees we pay for online booking systems, email marketing systems, credit card processing systems, Wi-Fi, your rent payment, your business cell phone, your business insurance, products, maintenance. I mean, I could go on and on. We spend a lot of money on the business. When you're running it like a real business, you're spending a lot of money on your business. All those costs, all of that money, it adds up. And these are just the costs for conducting business. Let's not forget about our personal expenses, your mortgage, your car payment, car insurance, mortgage insurance, life insurance. Some of us have childcare expenses. It's a lot. And if you didn't already know, the cost of all of that is constantly going up. How can you keep up with all of that if your prices stay the same? How can you keep up if you're not even looking at what you're making, and how much you're spending. How can you keep up if you're not making enough 
money. Now, our clients are not just here to pay our bills, okay? But we are hairstylists to make money. We're in business to make money. And the goal is to be in the plus, in the positive, to be to have a surplus for your profit margin to be in the green. That's what we want. And this is why price increases are necessary. They are necessary to keep up with the frequent rising costs of doing business. And because you deserve it. And like I said, if you're putting in the work, you're investing in yourself, you're building your knowledge, improving your skill, you deserve a raise. And you should be doing this often. Giving yourself raises often. So let's talk about how often. I mentioned before, yearly. We should commit ourselves, and I'm doing this as well, commit ourselves to evaluating our businesses on a yearly basis. Be strategic and have a plan of action in place on how you're going to evaluate, when you're going to evaluate. Make sure you're you're delivering a service or delivering your services in a way where clients know your worth and understand your value and appreciate what you're offering. Doing a yearly evaluation It doesn't have to be every December or January. You decide when your quote unquote year is. It could be every July. Decide what's best for you and for your business. A huge regret of mine for not increasing my prices more often is just simply that the fact that I didn't do it more often. That's my huge, that's that's one of my regrets over the last 10 years. Because my last increase it was pretty significant compared to what I was charging before so when I made that increase I lost quite a few clients and I didn't take it personal but because I did not properly spread out my price increases and that last increase was a significant increase I knew that that would not work for some of my clients but I knew for the clients that did understand my value and understand my worth and appreciated the I'm selling an experience in addition to quality healthy hair I knew that the clients that valued that oh they were going to stay but let's talk about that let's talk about when clients leave all of your clients will not be on board with your price increases Some of them will try to barter and negotiate the price. Yeah, some people have had the nerve to try to say, oh, well, I come every week, so can I pay $10 less? No. Stand firm and let them know that the price is the price. It's non-negotiable. Some clients will let you know straight up that your price does not work for them and they will respectfully leave. I had a client actually tell me, this is a a client that had been coming to me for years. Uh, She sent me an email and let me know that my price used to be A and now it's B and it doesn't work for her. So unfortunately, she's going to have to find another hairstylist. I responded to her email. I appreciate you letting me know that. I appreciate you being a client for all of these years. I wish you the best on your search for a new hairstylist. Let me know if I can be of service in the future. I respect that and she respected that. 
some clients, they'll stop booking appointments with no explanation at all. But you know what time it is. Let's be real. They'll believe that your price is too high for them. The price is too high for them. Or they believe that your service is not worth the new price. Either way, detach yourself emotionally. Don't take it personal. Because if you do, you'll start to feed yourself negative thoughts and you'll just start negative talking, negatively talking to yourself. And you don't want to believe those lies. Don't take it personal. It's not personal. It's just business. So when your clients leave, if they leave, when you increase your prices, now what? What do you do? I'm going to tell you what I did. And I'm going to tell you what you should do. You rebuild. (laughs) You rebuild. There's billions of people in the world. If one client leaves, it's okay. Another one will come. And that's just life. You've been here before. You've had to build your clientele before. But thankfully, rebuilding your clientele is not as hard as it used to be. Like when I first started out, I remember the first apprenticeship I had, the hairstylist I was working under, she would make me go to the mall and pass out my business card at the mall. (laughs) I don't have to do that anymore. You can simply be online. So for example, last week, I serviced four new clients in my salon, right? And they all found me using hashtags on social media. How do I know that? I asked them. I simply asked them, when I have a new client and I'm draping her, we're doing the consultation, having a conversation, I'll ask, so how did you hear about me? How did you hear about Savvy Beauty Studio? It's like, oh, I I saw you on Instagram or... I searched Metro De- Metro Detroit hairstylist. Instagram, the hashtags are like, it's like a Google search. People are actively looking for new hairstylists every day on social media. Use that to your advantage and rebuild your clientele if clients leave. Don't be afraid to ask people when you have new people, ask them how they found you. Who told them about you? Because it'll give you insight into what's working to get you new clients and you just start doing more of that. So when clients leave due to your price increase, don't waver, don't don't second guess your decision. Don't think that you need to lower your prices. Instead, get creative. Rebuild your clientele. Offer memberships. To your loyal clients, that's something else I started doing, offering memberships. Market more video content on social media. Show people what it's like to sit in your chair. Entice them, make them want to come to you. And one last thing I want to cover is how to let your clients know about your price increase. I should have mentioned this earlier, but I can't stress enough the importance of email marketing. I use email marketing to send out my monthly newsletters to my client list. 
So when I increased my prices, that information was shared in my newsletter. It was clearly communicated and clearly understood. And I prefer to communicate via email marketing because I'm sharing the same message with 100 plus people at one time. That way, nothing is misstated or mistaken. And the tone of the newsletter is more controlled and relatable. If you're not using email marketing in your business, as if you're not using email marketing as a part of your strategy, I teach this and more in the Savvy Stylist Society. Let's hear a little bit more about the Savvy Stylist Society now. Are you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and underpaid? Feeling like your clients don't respect you as a professional or value your time? Are you ready to make some changes to your salon business that will afford you the opportunity to work less while making more? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, the Savvy Stylist Society is for you. The Savvy Stylist Society is a 60-day group coaching program for passionate hairstylists that are ready to up their professionalism, improve their systems, and attract high-ticket clients. You're ready to work less, make more, and build an empire that you can retire from when it's time. Doors to the Savvy Stylist Society open on October 1st, 2021, and I'm excited for you to join us. Go to thesavvystylistpodcast.com, schedule your savvy strategy session so we can discuss your business goals and how the Savvy Stylist Society can help you level up. Again, that's the SavvyStylistPodcast.com. Click on Work With Me. I can't wait to meet you. I'm actually looking for five hairstylists to join the beta launch of the Savvy Stylist Society. You'll learn more about raising your prices, attracting high-ticket clients, and how to use systems to do it all. It's time to take control of your business. Raise your prices. Stand firm in your decision to raise your prices and don't apologize for it. You're worth a raise and what you have to offer is priceless. Thank you for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. If you've become more savvy as a result of this podcast, do me a favor. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. Go to Apple and leave a rating and review. Screenshot this episode and share it with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me so that I can personally thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.